Welcome to the Power of Prayer podcast. This program is a ministry of All Saints Church in Lakeland, Florida. Each conversation is unique because of the topics and participants who join the Reverend Kathy Hewlin in the discussion. It's our hope that by listening to these testimonies and discussions, your openness to hearing from God in prayer will grow and change the way you love Him, yourself, and others. On today's Power of Prayer podcast, I am joined by Vicki Chastang and Phil Mays. And we thought today we would talk about the Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and how our prayers to Father, Son, and Holy Spirit really help to guide us in um, healing, not only for ourselves, but as we pray for others. Um, but we might, we'll just see how this conversation unfolds. I, I know that we, we each have our just personal experiences and in our prayer life. And I feel like we'll probably start from there and then see how God speaks to us from that point. Um, so I have a book with me today. This is called Incarnational Ministry. There's some, throughout the book, a reflection on the Trinity. And um, in particular, I was caught by some of these statements here where it invites us into um, a relationship with God through noting God's glory. And so the author writes, God is praise. Glory is an attempt in one word to describe being with as a constant state of praise. It is the nature of the Trinity. And then inviting us to think about prayer because of that, that thought. Um, so that hopefully will be a place to enter. We'll see how our conversation flows. But um, what does that say to either of you to think about glory and God is praise and inviting our prayers to him? Well, one thing that um, I, um, I pon- I've been pondering on in regard to the Trinity is something you touched on in your homily yesterday that uh, there's not really a hierarchy in the trinity that god the father jesus the son and the holy spirit are one and the same there's not a an upper or a lesser Mm -hmm. um spirit i guess there and they for me they all share in his glory um, and they all carry their own type of glory. Um, you know, we give God all the glory and all the praise for who he is. He's our father. He loved us. He gave his son, Jesus. We give Jesus the glory for the sacrifice that he was willing to make for us because he loved us. And the benefits that we get from the crucifixion and the resurrection from what he did. And the Holy Spirit is kind of like a, for me, uh, a messenger for both of the other two entities in the Trinity and speaks to us. I always, uh, for me, the Holy Spirit is our friend, our guide, our comforter. Um, the, the Holy Spirit guides us and directs us in our prayers, but is purely for me a messenger for God and for Jesus in directing us how to pray for people. Mm-hmm. Um, he speaks to us through the power of the Holy Spirit. 
His healing gift comes through the power of Jesus's name and the anointing that comes with that. And then God is just God. It's awesome. There's an awesomeness that's there that, for me, words escape. Um, it's indescribable. I don't know if I've answered your question. No, or you did. So, and I know it was maybe like starting from some high-lifted moment is <laughs> where I started with that statement because glory and praise, and, and oftentimes yes. when we think about healing, like we're, we're much lower. We're at a place that we feel beaten down and in need of help. But I almost, um, by how you um, responded to that, Vicki, just at the very opening outset, it, it, something about recognizing who God is, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and that mutual sharing, as you were commenting on, uh, does help lift me to think differently about my condition and my state. And uh, so that could be one measure of healing, just putting us in a different mindset mm -hmm. yeah. in that way. Um, that That's very helpful to me to just get me to see from a different framework. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, the, <clears throat> the Trinity um, is the whole basis of our Christianity. Separates us from other religions. That's number one. Number two, and like so eloquently, eloquently put by Vicky, um, while each one we can identify separately, they're they are one. And like for example, the spirit to me is is the manifestation, the spiritual manifest manifestation of God and Jesus in today's in today's world. Right. But um, I find, like you referred to uh, John 16, well, um, the first part of John is very similar in nature to the first words in Genesis. The Word came down. And, and that, I believe, is, is also a representation of the Spirit. God created us in His image, which included Adam, and when he fell and tried to get us back or get us on the right road again, then he sent Jesus. So each one of them had a role to play in our salvation. Um, our familiarity is more with Jesus and the Holy Spirit from the standpoint of, of how, we, how we look at things. But God is one. And God is the is the this might this might not even cover it, but he is he is the glue of the whole situation. But he's given us these gifts of Jesus and the Holy Spirit, which are part of his existence, his being. And that gives anyone when when you think about it, the giving up that God did is a healing in itself and that he loves us that much that he imparts grace to us through the Holy Spirit and he imparts total forgiveness through the blood of Jesus Christ. So from a healing standpoint, 
our spirits are, are definitely healed. Whether we accept that or not, that's an individual thing. But I'm I think going back the, to our mindset, what we see and what we're able to perceive. Exactly. Right? And and the the beauty of it is is that it's a free gift. Um, that's hard for a lot of people, and it's mm -hmm. something that, as we see now, man always tries to control things. Well, you don't have to do much controlling there because um, the spirit is willing to help us. And I I look at pretty much the spirit as our as our um, go between, maybe or. Mm -hmm. It, it it imparts the it imparts what God and Jesus wants us to do at this point in time. But I believe that love that it's all it's all imparted through the Gospel of John. Not a, it's also through the rest of the Bible, but it's it's focused in the Gospel of John. God's love for us, and He gave part of us in Jesus and the Holy Spirit. So in that alone. You would think that's enough, but <laughs> but in, in 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 some instances it isn't because of our hardened hearts, mm -hmm. and and that's that's where we have to recognize or allow a more fullness of the grace and mercy of Jesus's sacrifice to enter our souls. Mm -hmm. Thinking about ways that we pray, I, I know that there could be times that um, as prayer ministers or just that we experience where we want to visualize Jesus in our midst. And I wonder how many people that are listening to this have done that themselves, that that is part of something that helps heal them or just brings that different perspective that we've talked about. So because we've had times that we're talking about the listening for the spirit, but why don't we speak just for a moment? What does it mean to imagine or to acknowledge that Jesus is there? You know, that idea of solidarity, like he's leading us in our prayer or that he's present in a moment that needs to be healed. Well, um, as a prayer minister, um, we always acknowledge that Jesus Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are present with us during our ministry time. And um, there are times in certain, certain prayer situations that we do that we actually invite people to, um, I don't want to say meditate, but to uh, just relax and try to clear their mind of thoughts and in our prayer we will ask Jesus to make himself known to them um, to let them see that he is present let them feel his presence um, let them know that in any particular event that may have occurred in their life that may have created trauma for them that he was there with them and uh, he's there to comfort them and to bring them comfort and uh, sometimes it's a very profound healing experience for them that they can actually feel his presence they can actually 
Uh, sometimes they can actually visualize him being in a room with them, or in a certain circumstance with them. And then other times it's troubling to them, which we have no answers for because they say, well, if he was there, why didn't he stop it? And we have no answers. To, there no answers for that. And we have to tread very, very lightly. And that is where the Holy Spirit is there to guide and direct us, that we don't go off on our own and say, well, in this circumstance, um, the formula would tell me to ask them to visualize Jesus being there. We have to actually hear the Holy Spirit say, Jesus is present, ask them if they can see him or feel him or whatever, and assure them that if they don't, it's all right, because some people don't. Um, but we, uh, at least when I pray for people, I always ask Jesus to, you know, I think back to all the healings that he did in the Bible. Jesus was the healer. And we have no control over whether someone is going to be healed. And so we ask him to come and be present and to heal this person. And um, many times you can actually feel his presence. You can feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. There's a kind of a, a real sweet um, heaviness that comes into the room, but it's not heavy in the sense that it's a downer. It's just a, a there's a weightiness of the present. It's almost like you go into a state of awe because you can actually know and feel that God is here and the Holy Spirit is present with us and Jesus is present with us. Mm -hmm. And um, the word that comes to mind is sobering. Yes, that's a good word. Sobering mm -hmm. is very, very, um, for me, it's very awe inspiring mm -hmm. that um, this is just kind of a, a wow moment, you know, that, oh, you're here, yes. you're here, I can feel you, you know, I can feel your presence, and uh, it's very comforting, it is for me. And I think I've experienced with you um, in praying for others that there might be a time that you sense it's the Holy Spirit that guides you, but using your hand, like you ask permission, may I put my hand on your heart, mm -hmm. and then guide the person that's receiving the prayer to put their hand over yours um, that I I sense when the Holy Spirit invites you to do that it's because that's the hand of Christ mm -hmm. in that moment to be his hands exactly. and feet. yeah we're we are empty vessels um, when we go in to pray for people I always ask God to just completely empty me from everything that is me personally you know get rid of Vicki get Vicki out of the picture completely and so I just sort of um when I do that, when I put my hand on them, whether it be their shoulder, their head, their back, their arm, or their heart, um, then I can I know that God wants to do something to heal their heart. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, when we do that, we just remain quiet for a while. And you can almost feel something going through your hand. Um, um, sometimes it's warm. Sometimes it might feel like a little bit of electricity or something, and other times it might be cold, but that has no negative connotation. If it is, it just depends on what's happening. Mm -hmm. And um, 
you can almost feel like a transfer of anointing mm-hmm. that goes into them. Have you experienced that when you were praying for people? I have, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I haven't had, um, during a lot of the pandemic, I haven't had requests to lay hands on people so much. It's just been a, an interesting season um, for that where people are open and looking mm-hmm. for that type of, of healing. But more recently, a particular Wednesday 1210 service, there have been a few more people coming and, and wanting prayer. And in those instances, just being reminded that God is using my hands in a particular way, yeah. that I, I am sensing a warming of my hands that is being transferred mm-hmm. um, and praying for somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that, like you brought out, Vicki, the, to me it's that emptying of ourselves for, to, to just empty just get rid of my earthly um whatever you want to call it <laughs> my my human Your humanity side. yeah there you go but the but the uh, see because we're so used to getting things instantly there is a and, and i think a better word than meditation is maybe contemplation yeah. to 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 think about as in the psalms the beauty of our creation and and the and the and the beauty of the gift of Jesus and the Holy Spirit through God, and to empty 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 um, empty ourselves, um, and to to know that we are <clears throat> we're in the hands of the Lord at that point, but we we have but that that doesn't uh, like you don't turn it off and on. There mm-hmm. takes some preparation beforehand to, to, to make your mind adjust to where we're going with this. Meaning, we're here vessel as a vessel with the Holy Spirit, and we're here, Jesus healing powers, and that's so important to me that that quiet, that, um, that contemplation side of it, that it, the rest of it, should then be through the power of God. And um, we have to, for lack of a better term, escape this world for a few moments or minutes and enjoy that sweetness and the warmth and the feeling of the presence of the sacred. And um, we don't often get that anyplace else. That takes some concentration. One thing that helps me with that is that um, through the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I've received a prayer language. Some people may call it speaking in tongues. And when I can be quiet and go into that contemplative um, time with the Lord and just focusing on Him, I'll pray in my prayer language, and I don't know what I'm actually saying, but it's something that comes up from deep in my heart, or it was for lack of a better location to describe it, but it's kind of like deep within my heart that it just sort of comes up. And um, that for me is always very um, uh, quieting and helps me quiet my mind, my thoughts, and focus clearly on on the Father, Son, and of course the Holy Spirit is at work in me. 
And that may sound strange to some people, but those who have experienced that will understand what I mean. <laughs> it's really, as you know, Phil, you're pointing out the uniqueness of having the Trinity uh, for our faith, um, but just the, the beauty in our prayer life and how we, you know, as we're reading scripture and how we're inspired to relate to God, that we have these different entry points is one way to think about the persons for me. Um, mm -hmm. You know, just like I think about the times that I'm, because I also have a prayer language and there are times that I'm praying and I, that connects me to God the Father often is what I'm thinking about when I'm praying that way. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that I would have had that type of experience prior to having a prayer language, mm -hmm. but that's just a unique um, way to relate to God. And I'm very grateful for that. It's just another gift. Right. So, and I, I don't take it for granted. I truly appreciate that I had the opportunity to receive that many years ago. Mm -hmm. mm. uh, one other uh, thought thinking about the Lord's Prayer, and this is something that I had shared in the homily um, this past weekend with Trinity Sunday, but that we are given, so Jesus gives us the words to pray our Father. So we know that you know Jesus is part of this prayer and he's inviting us to pray to the Father. And then we, as we're praying, then we open ourselves up if, if we can, hopefully, and that's the invitation that is there to open yourselves up to how does the Spirit then enliven this prayer in your unique moment and time that you are praying it. Uh, is there anything that you would offer to our listeners uh, for if, let's say, that they're uh, having some kind of a physical affliction right now and they're praying the Lord's Prayer? Is, is there a way that you would encourage them? I think um, <clears throat> you should you should say the prayer slowly, and you should say it in segments. You should think about the wording. It's not our usually we want to blurt it out. I think it doesn't take twenty or twenty two seconds to actually just say the Lord's prayer, mm -hmm. but to actually listen to the words and know that God is present here. He, it's like in John, when he goes into, I believe it's uh, John 17, while, which I think is one of the most beautiful chapters in the Bible, is the fact that Jesus is actually praying for us. Yes. If you read those words, he, the ones that come after, the ones that believe in me, he mentions this. Now, I'm not going to quote a chapter and verse because I don't know a chapter and verse. I got the concept. But anyway, I, I know what it says. And the, But the beauty of that is, just like with the Lord's Prayer, is that he, each, each aspect of it touches our everyday life, including our healing. And to know that God the Father is there, he's also in charge. And the to me, it's the beauty of having that, say spiritual time that god time together to really enjoy it to take your time with it to fully think about what he is saying and and it's not a rote situation well if you read this book everything will be okay 
No. That's not yes. the way it works. Correct. And <clears throat> like anything else, it's developing, well, not like everything else, but in this particular case to me, it's developing that relationship. And don't forget that that prayer is a jumping off point because he's really inviting us. He says, you pray like this, but also know that you can come to me at any time. And that's, that's where we open our hearts and our minds and say, I might have this affliction, I might have this illness, um, any number of issues going on that you can turn over to, to him. Now, it's not a quick fix because his time is not ours, but it is the assurance that it will be taken care of in God's time. And he's listening and he hears us and he invites us to keep exactly. asking and seeking and knocking. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. I like what you said um, to contemplate on it, um, dissect it and complicate on it, contemplate on it. Um, there are several teachings out there that dissect the Lord's Prayer and expand on each of the statements that, and if you have an opportunity to find one of those and to listen to it, it's very, very helpful um, to see exactly how profound that short prayer is and everything that it specifically addresses in each phrase of the prayer and it um it is like the perfect prayer you know it's, yes. it's acknowledging god it's um the other way i look at it too is everything in that prayer is exactly what we what we is the, are the only things that we should concentrate on mm -hmm. it's, it's it's um it's hard mm -hmm. so we have praise of god Mm -hmm. We have daily needs. We have forgiveness of our sins and forgiving those around us. And to forgive our brothers and mm -hmm. sisters. And ascribing praise and glory again back to God. <laughs> Thanksgiving is the, mm -hmm. our daily needs. Amen. Well, let me, there's a, a sentence here in this uh, book that I had read from earlier, but it says, Prayer enables the disciple to discover what it means to be enjoyed by God and thus to enter a realm of being that can enjoy other people and things rather than simply use them, but to be enjoyed by God and to enjoy others. So maybe, mm -hmm. may we listen to Father, Son, and Holy Spirit help encourage yes. us in Amen. doing that. <laughs> Our world needs it. <laughs> Amen, yes. And we need to be healed through that by receiving that, as we were saying earlier, if our... Um, affections can be right if our framework can be right that we can really receive that gift from god that was that is our hope for our world um, i want to invite vicky would you close us in prayer would that yes. be okay yes thank you our father <laughs> mm -hmm. thank you thank you for your great love for us and that in your great grace you sent your son jesus christ for us and that you've also brought to us the gift of the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us and direct us. We thank you, Father, that we have the Trinity, we have the Godhead to help us in our daily living, to heal us, to help us um, 
heal others, be instruments of healing for others, instruments of encouragement, and instruments of sharing your word and your salvation with others. So Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to share. We ask that the words that we've spoken today would be beneficial to those who are listening. And we thank you for this opportunity. We give you all the glory and all the honor and all the praise. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen. 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 Well, thank you both for this conversation. We hope it's a blessing to those who receive it.